Hey, what's up, comic fam? It's your boy, the Bearded Comic Bro. And it is time again for our monthly review. So I'm going to be talking about what some of my favorite books were from the month of February. So if you like this show, if you've been liking these reviews so far, make sure you click like, click subscribe, leave a comment. Let me know what you guys are reading. Let me know what I should be reading. And hey, let's talk comics. Better put the word out. Get ready for the nerd out. Better put specs on. Better break necks on. I caught handsome checks. So up first is the Batman's Grave. If you are a Batman fan and haven't been reading the Batman's Grave, like, what are you doing with your life? What type of choices are you making? Because they're not the right choices. Um, but seriously, if you haven't for some reason checked out Batman's Grave, by all means, Go to your local comic shop, pick it up. It is good. We're only five issues in. Um, it's being written by Warren Ellis. Freaking Warren Ellis is writing Batman, and he's killing it. And you've got pencils being done by Brian Hitch. And what's really cool is just it's been a great detective story um, that sometimes I think we don't get the detective side of Batman a lot in um, these current series. But Warren Ellis is really focusing on the detective side and the fighting side of Batman, which has been a really fun um, experience so far. So in issue five, Batman's trying to figure out this case still, and he's at Arkham Asylum with Commissioner Gordon, and he's trying to interrogate some uh, prisoners, and just chaos erupts as what you would expect in a Batman book taking place in Arkham Asylum. And what's really cool about the series is Warren Ellis and Brian Hitch have a way of writing and drawing that they will have three or four pages sometimes where there's no or dialogue or very little dialogue. And it's just this fight sequence that you see the, um, the just a beautiful fight of Batman and who he's beating up. And it is so captivating. Like, and I think like sometimes when I see there not being words on page, I'm like, Oh, I can flip through this real quick, but you're so drawn into what's being told through the story without even any words that it is just, it's a cool feat to see. Um, and so I really have been digging this series. So up next, we're staying in the Batman universe here and we got Pennyworth. This is a one shot, but it ties into what Tom King was doing on his run on Batman where spoiler alert, Alfred dies, and in Tom King's run, we really didn't get a chance to just really mourn or grieve over the loss of Alfred, who's a beloved character, um, who has been a part of the Batman mythos for so, I mean, since day one, practically. And what's really cool about this issue is it is the funeral that basically we want and that we need for Alfred. And so the Bat family goes to a secluded bar that no one's there. And each one slowly is telling its story and they're showing how the integral part of who Alfred is to these stories that, that he was really the glue that held the bat family together, that he was a part of a lot of missions that you just didn't see. And the successes that Robin and Batman and Batgirl and all of them had a lot of times were because Alfred was behind the scenes doing something that you just didn't notice or was off panel doing something that we wouldn't have noticed. And so each member of the Bat family is going through and kind of sharing their Alfred story. Um, and it just is a really cool tribute to 
uh, such a beloved character. And I mean, we've seen, you don't have a Batman movie. You don't have a Batman TV show without Alfred. And so it's going to be weird moving forward for a while where we have Batman comics without Alfred. And I know right now they've been kind of having Lucius Fox fill that void for us. And I think that's the best decision that they could go with right now. Um, but it is kind of a, a surreal thing because like, I feel like in a way, like I've lost a part of my family from, you know, Alfred is something that has always been there when you type Batman, there's Alfred. And so it's kind of been weird reading some of the books so far uh, and him not being a part of it. So I was really excited when I found out we were going to get this kind of um, one shot to celebrate Alfred um, and just what he means to the Batman legacy. So if you haven't read it, by all means, check it out. Uh, it is it is a good read indeed. So we're going to take a quick break from the Batman universe. <clears throat> And we're going to jump into a new universe that's being created. And this comes from Vault Comics, and it's called Finger Guns. And it's written by Justin Richards, and the art's done by Val Halverson. And this is a cool story because you have this teenage boy who's kind of a loner, and he's at the mall, and it's just kind of just being in his own little universe, his own little world, and he kind of sees this parent go by, and he, you know, points his finger guns at the guy, and... It basically turns the guy into a rage mode, like just filled with rage, filled with emotions. And, you know, kind of like, what? Doesn't think anything of it and then does it again. And it continues whenever he points his finger guns at people. It basically turns them into a berserker rage and it just makes them get super angry. And so he's trying to figure this all out. And as he does it to one person, then all of a sudden this person starts to become calm and really relaxed. And what happens is we see that there was a girl who also has the same powers that he does. And what they start to realize is that if they use two fingers for their finger guns, it elicits the berserker rage emotion. And if they just use one finger uh, to shoot their finger guns at someone, it basically just calms them down. And so it's interesting power or ability to have in many situations and I'm excited to just kind of see where they take this story where they take this um, this whole universe that they're kind of creating I think they can go so many different routes and I don't know what to expect because the first issue really was I'm just kind of learning about this powers and and testing them out a little bit but I, I I'd be curious to see where they take this because you know it's so many different routes that they can go. So yeah, I mean, it's just a fresh new story and I'm excited uh, to continue reading it. So up next, we're back in the Batman universe, even though Batman's not really in this series. Uh, we're talking Suicide Squad and this is issue number three and it's being written by Tom Taylor who wrote Deceased and he killed it on that pun intended. So if you haven't checked out Deceased, by all means, go read it right now. But what's really cool is uh, in this series, Tom has just introduced us to some villains that we know and love from the past, but also a lot of new ones. And he kind of said from the get-go, he wants to have a lot of villains be a part of this story because he wants there to actually be some tension of, man, someone might not make it. Someone might die uh, on these missions because, quite frankly, if they were really going out on these suicide missions, the whole team wouldn't still stay intact. And I think that's a cool thing. Now, I don't think he's going to be killing off Harley Quinns or your dead shots, uh, but it still adds a sense of peril when you're reading the book. Um, 
And you have this kind of, it starts out in of two teams, two different types of suicide, suicide squad teams that basically have to merge together. So you have teams that hate each other already now that are having to merge together with people that they don't know and are going to hate already. And then those teams have to mesh and merge together as they have to also deal with someone uh, who has basically pushed Amanda Waller out of control. And if you can push Amanda Waller out of control, you know you're it's someone you don't want to trifle with. So they've got to deal with this aspect too. Uh, so it's just been a really cool dynamic to see happening in the Suicide Squad universe. So if you've been a fan of anything Suicide Squad, by all means, definitely check out this series. Uh, we're still, like I said, this is issue three, so we're early on into it. Um, comes out, I think, monthly, so you can jump in real quick and be caught up. But I think it's a it's a, a cool take on, like I said, you don't know who's going to live, who's going to survive these missions, how they're going to handle each other and interact, um, and I think you'll like it. And last but not least, we have Star Wars. I think I've done a Star Wars book on every review show so far, uh, which just tells you that it is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Um, Charles Soule has been writing this series. So we're, this is the regular Star Wars series. It takes place after um, the events that happened in Empire Strikes Back. And just as a really cool to get to see the kind of in between what happens between Empire and Return of the Jedi. But so this is issue number three. And what we have here is Lando and Leia and Luke are going back to Cloud City because Luke's got to get his lightsaber. And, you know, it's something that if you're a casual Star Wars fan, you probably don't think about like, oh, how did Luke get his lightsaber back after? Well, this comic is telling you how uh, he gets it back. And so we get to see them go back to Cloud City after all the events that took place um, in Empire Strikes Back. And the Empire has control of Cloud City, so they have to kind of figure out a way to sneak in. And obviously that's where Lando comes in and is, a, is key for that. Um, and it just was a good issue, really fun issue so far. And the last panel, though, whoo-wee. Uh, again, if you haven't read this book yet and you plan to, don't, there's spoilers, but I tell you, they're going back, right? To Cloud City. Cloud City's where Hans gets frozen in the carbonite. Leia goes and is investigating and because they think one of the ways that they can track it is by looking at what happens in there and the Empire sees that there's some people messing around where they shouldn't mess around and as leia's in the chamber they freeze leia and so the last panel is leia frozen in carbonite just like her boo thing on like are you whoo i'm excited to see where it goes obviously we know she's going to get out because of what happens in return of the jedi but it just was a cool like did not see that coming kind of moment. Um, so again, if you've been, if you're a Star Wars fan, they've got the Star Wars series right now that's running. They've got the Vader, new Vader series that's running. They've got the Kylo Ren series that's going. And man, these are just been really good books. Uh, and it's been making me want to jump more into the Star Wars comic mythos um, from earlier issues and stuff that I just haven't gotten into. So 
Again, if you like Star Wars, check out this book by all means. It's a great series. Well, that's it, comic fam. I hope you enjoyed the review show. If you did, click like, click subscribe, leave your comments below. Let me know what you guys are reading. Let me know what you thought about some of these books. If you've read them, what your thoughts were, um, things you disagree with me on, let's hear it in the comments. Make sure you share this with your friends. And as always, grab some comics, spend some time this weekend, and nerd out.